AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken 00. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken 00. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This 
podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. How many times have we got to have this discussion? Hang on. They do, because they might be listening to this and, and like, oh, shit, I've listened to 40 and just switch it off. Like, and they never come back to us ever again. You got What, Al, you think we should ditch the numbers? Uh, I, who was it? Was 11 it years. It was Bardi. You've been doing this for 11 years, this way. Know. Things have gone well, haven't they, Alex? Well, yeah, but I don't think it's down to us saying it's episode... And, and if you get the first... 11 seconds of every single podcast is you doubting what number it is. They're hell for me. They're hell. The worst part, the, the most difficult part of, of my working life is the first 11 seconds of this podcast. I can eliminate that for you today, if you want. I'll be like, I'll be like Tim Robbins. I can eliminate that, that stuff out of your life right now. Done. Go on. We'll just don't do the numbers anymore. Done. There you go. This is an episode of the Fighting Cop podcast. Um, Tottenham Hotspur have been unable to complete a game of football, no less than North London derby, because Arsenal are complete pussy clerks. T, you had a question. I did. Um, you know, I saw your lovely face on Saturday Social on my TV. Um, I wanted to know what you had to say about that. Okay, so social... Just, 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 so just to elaborate a bit more, because... When you said you were on Saturday Social, I thought you were a bit calm about this. I said, Flav, this is actually quite a big deal. You're going to be on TV. You're like, fuck, I thought it was a YouTube show. So um... I didn't know. Honestly, I didn't know what it like. So so, for, so what I know now is that the Soccer Social is something that happens, that, that Sky broadcast. I didn't know that when I was approached to be on it. I just thought it was like a YouTube clip up and they're trying to get, you know, a new breed of pundit in inverted commas to not me but other people um to come on the show and and i didn't realize until you mentioned the fact that it was on tv but even at that point i was like i don't think it is i think t's mistaken and then when i got there it was like i had to go into makeup t listen i i said so i went in there and I, i stayed the night at james's house for people that don't know soccer social is this it's quite a big like a big it's, it's show. Saturday social, by the way. Saturday social. Shit. <laughs> Saturday social, right? It's quite a, quite a big show, and it's it's on Sky. It's actually on real Sky Sports television, right? Um, and I stayed at James's the night before because it's it, it, the Sky Studios are in Isleworth, and um, he said to me because he's been on it before. He said to me, "If they offer you makeup, make sure you get it." And I was like, 
I'd fucking get makeup. Come on, that's ridiculous. Like, I wouldn't look like some sort of, I don't know. Oh, I don't know, like foundation all over my face. It's not, not in keeping with my upbringing. Um, and he said, look, if you don't, everyone else will. If you don't, and the cameras are really good, you all look like the weird one out. So yeah. I did. I sat in a chair, in sky, which was surreal to me. Sat in a chair and they did stuff to my face. And um, I could tell it was the first thing. It's the first phone call I made. I rang my daughter straight away and said, <laughs> uh, Harper, it's daddy. Uh, Uncle Flav's wearing makeup on the telly. Do you want to see? Shut up, you idiot. <laughs> so it was, it was okay. It was a bit nervy because it's like a full, it's not, like it's an actual TV production. They had four or five of these massive cameras that kept moving around and cameramen and the director. And, 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 and uh, so it, it was a little bit disconcerting, but in my, in my head, I was just like, this is just, we, 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 all of us could do it. Just talk about football, right? It's easy. So once I got past the sort of horror of being on live TV, it was fine. Um, thanks for bringing it up to you. I wasn't going to bring it up, um, but you know, God bless you. Um, I, 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 like, I like the jacket you had on, CP, man, representing, you know what I mean? I, quite I, stony, I, but a bit thugged out still. It would, so I, I don't think Stone... I, I, you've got... You ha, I, carrying off a of Stone Island is very difficult. You can get away with it at CP Company, I think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It was, it was fun. It was good for the podcast, and um, I'd happily do it again, if you're listening. Um, yeah, so we haven't been able to play this game. Alex... I've got some pretty strong thoughts about Arsenal and how they've behaved and how pathetic they are. Um, but you don't feel as strongly as I do about this, do you? I mean, we we know what Arsenal are already. Like all of the stuff that has been, everyone's been saying on social media. It's not like it's all true. Of course, it is. But we knew this already. We knew this about that that football club. But I. <laughs> I must admit, if it was the other way around, I'd be like, yeah, fucking get rid of this. Get rid of this this weekend. <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I was part, maybe it's me, but I was partly relieved because I was like, fuck now, imagine if we lose to them and they got like eight players missing. That will be it. Uh, oh, yeah, but, 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 but the alternative, you never can, the difference between us is that you, uh, between Tottenham and Arsenal, is at no point did you consider the fact that we had five players out we had our own COVID case as well. Did we even cross our mind that we wasn't going to play this game? The thought of... of no, that's true. The thought of pussying out of a North London derby. This isn't a game... This is not like Spurs versus Southampton, where we can do without it. Hopefully, like down the line, we can play them again and all our players are back. That's not a conversation. This is a tie that is significant. And it's significant not because... It's, it's not because of the players or the circumstances at which each club find themselves in. It's significant because the decision by Arsenal Football Club has made them an absolute joke in my eyes. They all, always were a joke. They're always a bit of a, you know, they're the bastards of football. The, the foundations of their football club come from something that isn't good or it's not what football is about in England, right? You don't have franchises. You don't have a club that moves across a city in, in search of greater finances. Um, this I, is a game... I, I, I agree with you. I agree with all that. I, I think this is really, this is, other than us smacking them up 4-0, this is probably the best other result you know we could get because they are an absolute joke. 
what I'm saying is, is I was not, uh, logically you look at it and go, it, well, it's, it's not the end of the world. They've, you know what? No, they've taken a pussy's way out, but it's a way out that's been given to them. Uh, and I'm more angry. If we're, if we're talking about like just annoyed at the fiction not being head, not being gone ahead and people's plans changing and all the rest of it, people losing out on money and time, then the issue is is the Premier League because the Premier League are the ones that could have turned around and said, of course you can't have it off. There's one COVID case. No. But I, they didn't. I, I'm not angry, Alex. I'm not angry. Right. I'm, I'm embarrassed to have them as our rivals. They well, so, that's always been the case. That's so weak. They're so weak. They're, they have so little metal. They look. The, 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 it doesn't matter how they coat it. Like saying, "Oh, we've done the right. We, 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 we gained the system. We'll be better when we play you next time." Fundamentally, the reason why Arsenal didn't play Tottenham this weekend in the North London derby is because they were scared of what might happen. They thought they thought that it was more likely that Tottenham Hotspur would beat them than Arsenal would beat us. So if that's the case, then they were afraid. And the greatest thing about this, and uh, Alex, you just alluded to it, is it doesn't matter if they beat us the next hundred games we play to play against each other. This is the lowest point I think that they've ever sunk. They were too afraid to fulfil a fixture against Tottenham Hotspur. They gifted us this. Their fans will, ne- we will never forget. There will be songs sung about this. I guarantee it. There will be they songs. I was going to say, they can't sing about Tottenham getting battered everywhere they go if they can't fulfil a fixture because of um, what might happen. And I actually think they loaned out a player today. Um, yeah, Pablo Mari. So, yeah, from that point of view, it's, em- it's embarrassing. I mean, like Alex, I'm quite ambivalent about the fixture being called off. Um, it's the, the FA have allowed this to happen. I think they've got to close a loophole. But I'm really happy that Spurs released a strong statement. You know, I mean, the statement was probably edited once. Because <laughs> I'd imagine the first version probably was like a lot more angry. I mean, normally it'd be edited to the nth degree. But I thought, you know what, fuck this. This is how we feel. This has got to come out. I mean, um, we requested Leicester game get postponed. Um, they refused. Leicester requested that gets that gets postponed. I forgot about that actually. Then they had mm. the Ren situation in the Conference League, which I guess we were all three of us were happy to be be out of it. But it's valid that um, we requested these games get called off. They, we get told no. Arsenal get you know a little graze in the knee and they get the game called off. So from that point of view, it's embarrassing. But we were, we've not been playing well. So from that point of view, that we're not playing well and we've got Sonny and Dyer out. I didn't really mind not playing the game. No, look, I, I, it's not about that though, is it? I, I didn't mind. I didn't. I mean, it didn't it, it makes no odds as to whether we play them now or play them in in four weeks? And 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 the, and the fact is, is if we have Romero and Dyer in our back three, compared to facing them with Sanchez, Tanganga, and Davies as our back three, we're actually probably a, a worse or a, or a bigger disadvantage. But you know, on the way we play, it's, it actually serves our purpose and actually. It's an actually a wonderful narrative that that they could come to White Hart Lane in three weeks, four weeks, whenever it's going to be rescheduled, and get battered. Like imagine that they pussied out of the game, and then when they turned up, they still got their fin- they still got fingered. But yeah, that, I, that- I, I don't think there's really any way we can lose at this situation. You know, we've all just watching Arsenal fans do backflips to try and justify uh, what's happened. 
has been endless entertainment. I mean, you, it's one of the, you don't even have to argue with them. You literally can just sit back and watch them try and talk to you about it. I had a sofa delivered yesterday, and one of them was an ass. He was like, "What are you up to?" I was like, "Well, wow, sofa's here. I was gonna, I was gonna sit and." Uh, Watching North London derby, but Arsenal pussied out, and that. And one of them was an Arsenal fan, and you could, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, annoying." And I was like, "Yeah," but and then you start talking about, it and I could see him. He's like, "Oh, I want to get out of here." I got, yeah. I what can I say? Yeah, not, yeah. not only is he a customer, so I can't be horrible to him, but he's fucking right. I am worthless. <laughs> you know what? what you know what this was. <laughs> there was a spider at Alex's table. Alex got a glass, put it over the spider. The spider was a delivery bloke, the gooner. Alex <laughs> was just like watching him run around the glass. Yeah. Just every now and then, just blowing plumes of smoke into the glass as well. <laughs> it's, I, would, the, I would never do that to an animal. I want that now. No, that's true. That's true. They, they would. The, the, the thing is, is like I said, is that this is this has been gifted to us. Um, we were gonna, we can the the, for, for, the fixture will be fulfilled at some stage, right? It doesn't matter anymore. They've gifted us this. They, for the first time in the history, hundred and. 25 year history of this this uh this game or whatever it is they were the team that said we don't want this we don't want it we can't handle this right now you know and 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 because of that honestly anyone listening to this never forget it every time every single time Aguna gives you shit you say you can say two things just south london mugs which they hate and secondly they're also I'm trying to use words that aren't specifically associated with the female genitalia. And I don't know what the word is, but they are weak. Cowards. They, do, they are cowards. So, they, so they're those. South London cowards. Every time you see an Arsenal, you should, from now on, we should Coward. carry in our pocket just a little pack of white feathers. So every time you see uh, an Arsenal fan, they just give them a little white feather. Like they're doing Downton Abbey. Just say coward. And just walk away. <laughs> don't say anything else. Family members, colleagues. <laughs> White flag FC. We don't want any part of this. Please don't shoot us. You know what, though? The game's probably going to be rescheduled for, for midweek. So um, they might get smashed up on the streets again, running through Greg's, hiding behind a counter. <laughs> I mean, they're definitely... Yesterday. Be, yeah, I mean, it's it's unbelievable, man. It's um, I mean, it's not unbelievable. You can see the logic from their point of view. Obviously, they want their strongest team and... Um, you know that makes complete sense from their perspective, but that's not the reality for our, for fans, and that's not, not the reality football. that Ars- It's not football, and it's not the reality that Arsenal fans are going to have to contend with. If you're listening to this podcast and in any way enjoy it, never forget this day that Arsenal refused to play us because they were afraid. There should be songs about this. We've sung about less. I don't want to underline how significant this is. Arsenal were unable and afraid to play Tottenham in a North London derby. Do you want, like, in 2004, they were invincibles. Now they're, the, they're, they're invisible, right? It, oh, it's... Yes. <laughs> they, they uh... oh. I, I wish, I wish I'd, I, I read that on Twitter. The, uh, oh. <laughs> in, let me take it again, just in case we make a TikTok out of this. <laughs> This is all. This is all. This podcast is turned into now. <laughs> I, I felt bad about reacting with a noise to it, then because I was like, "I bet he's annoyed. I've ruined that." Now at the end of that, he's not going to be able to clip that. But seriously, seriously, in two thousand and four, they they were invincible, right? And and, and look how far they've come, how, how far they've fallen, rather. 
in, against uh, was it Man City? They were going, oh, but we were so good, even though we lost, we were so good in 2004. You didn't lose a game. You went, you won the league without losing a game. Now you're celebrating a loss, and you can't even, you don't even have the minerals to face Tottenham because you've got a few injuries. And uh, may I add, these are all circumstances that they have created. So we are suffering, or we are uh, we're having to change our schedule and play additional games because Arsenal. Firstly, bought players that they knew they were going to be unavailable during this month. They have got injuries, which can't be helped. Spurs had five or six. And they had one case of COVID. So they've exploited a global pandemic of which 5.4 million people have died. And they've exploited this pandemic to get a game up because they were too afraid to play it. It doesn't exactly. matter if you didn't have enough players. It, did, yeah, it doesn't it- matter. You play the game. If you're a gooner listening to this, right, and you've had a family member die of COVID, right? Arsenal made a mockery of that by calling this game. There are people suffering out there, right? They've used a loophole, which is for COVID. But they've used that to call the game off. It's, 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 it's disgusting. Oh, by the way, in- Flav, yep. I've heard that Leicester have 10 players out, so you might have another pointless podcast to record. <laughs> I love these. This is what this season's been. Just like loads and loads of pointless podcasts and nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like you put, you put bunting out on your street, you know, your street celebration. And a minute before the celebration happens, nothing. What? <laughs> yeah, it's just nothing. Just you, it's every, like, it's like every, having a... every game this season's like the Millennium Bug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There might be people too young to, 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 uh, Understand that reference, but I don't know. Just be born That's earlier. Depressing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Look, so, so it's it's just it's one. Of, I mean, we could have not recorded, but I didn't want to miss this opportunity to reinforce the fact that Arsenal are about as pathetic as Alex said, as we knew they were. Joke, absolute joke. I don't. I. I. I I'm, I'm starting to think. Let's just bin them off. They're not worthy of our our attention anymore. Let's just bin Arsenal off. It doesn't mean anything. If they're not willing to show up to the game, where is the rivalry? It doesn't mean anything anymore because they are, they won't show up. According to Guna phrase, there's nothing there. There's, there's nothing, nothing there. There. <laughs> there is nothing there left for us to hate. It's just a void that they exist in. They are a black hole of anything that's, that's related to what's great about football. They are a black hole. There's nothing there. It's time to turn our attention, I think, to West Ham or Chelsea, whatever you choose. I just don't think they're good. (laughs) Yeah, I just well, I I just the point is, I don't think Arsenal deserve our attention anymore. They're just so far beneath us; it's unreal. That we always knew that they didn't deserve our attention. Now the fact they don't show up to play us when they're scheduled to, they are just nothing. They're literally nothing to me. There's, there's, and the thing is, what, what, the, the thing about the rivalry between Tottenham and Arsenal is, no matter how much you hate them and what they've done in the past, they get under your skin because they're them. I don't even think I could be... I don't think there's not a fibre in my body that would rise to anything they would ever say ever again. How could I? How pathetic well, would won. I be if I, if, I, if, I, if I could be... We've won. We've won without even fighting. <laughs> no, I mean, as a, as, as a great man once said, you're not overcomfortable in your own ends. You're comfortable <laughs> in your own ends. No, we're around. We're around, we around. But they're not around. What can yeah. we do, man? Yeah, what yeah. do? It's like we've called a fight on outside the local chippy and they ain't turned up. They said, yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there. 
and you're outside toffs and you've got a sausage and batter and you've got time to eat it because it ain't showing up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's... Uh, uh, yeah, any, have you guys got any other thoughts on it um, before we move on to um, questions? Some of which will be about this, undoubtedly. Nothing groundbreaking, though. Let's get the questions. Okay, uh, Ben Est, he says, just imagine, and I know this, that this scenario seems implausible, but we sign no one this window. Do you think we'll finish top four? For me, just getting our injured players back and Kane returning to something approaching his career form would be plenty enough to finish top four. Al? If we sign no one? Yeah, and we just get the players back. No, I'm not convinced if we sign no one. I think uh, <coughs> we need a midfielder. So badly. If Kane, if we take that as red, that Kane continues, and he has been getting better. I do feel yeah. like it's 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 improving week by week. Have you forgiven um, him? Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I've kind of forgotten, but mm. actually, no, that's probably right. I have forgiven him, but I've not. It doesn't feel the same. I don't, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't feel the same. But um, it's like no, it's like I your stepdad who's returned from, or your dad who's who's gone off cheating. And he's come back to the family fold, but he still plays the bills. You got, he can't. He pays the bills. Yeah, <laughs> I'm giving your mum gonorrhea, and you know he's come back. <laughs> but he keeps a roof over the head. Keeps yeah. a roof over the head. Yeah, he's giving your mum a really incurable STD. And but this is what will happen now. Like, every week, every weekend, he's going to be taking me McDonald's, buying me PlayStation, and yeah. uh, you know, saying, "Oh, do you want? Do you go now? Do you want twenty quid? Yeah, obviously, I want twenty quid. Yeah." yeah. But yeah, and as, a, as a teenager, you're like, oh, I don't really give a fuck that you shake another woman. Yeah. I want my 20 quid and my PlayStation, my ice cream. <laughs> It'd be that's like, awesome, it that's be awesome like that fans right now. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be like that. Just be good. Every time, every time, like when uh, when that stepdad's trying to do loads of stuff for his uh, for his boy, and the kid's just like, nah, you're right. So that's what that's what Harry Kane. Every game, every game that he scores now, I'm like, yeah, cheers. Thanks for that. Um, but no, I think we need a midfielder. Uh, we need a centre midfielder so badly, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I think if we can get if we can get something in the middle of midfield, and if we can sign uh, Adama just as some type of wild card for for when Lucas is not around, just to mix up a bit. But uh, you know, Bardi says it all the time about chaos. I think anything that can cause a bit of chaos. Uh, works particularly for a team like Tottenham where we're not quite 100% sure what we are yet um I think that will work so top four's on there is no doubt about it but if we signed no one and we just got players back I think I think we might just miss out but uh do you notice how Alex Alex uh mentioned or called Traore by his first name already he hasn't even signed yet oh if Adama comes yeah yeah yeah, well, well, I don't know what to say about that. So. <laughs> uh, T, can we finish top four and not sign anyone? It's possible. It's possible, but the problem we have now, you know, moving a little bit away from the question, is that now I've got Antonio Conte not finishing fourth is a disappointment. And before Conte joined, fourth was like, you know, um, best case scenario. But now if we don't make top four, people are going to be up in arms and... If we don't sign a player and don't finish top four, then you know, there's going to be the old tweets coming out about you know Enoch out and, and all the rest of it. I think it's possible. I think if we have a fully fit squad, if we can keep Romero fit and Lachelso shows... I know Alex hates him, but if Lachelso could show 
you know, his potential, then it's, it's absolutely possible. But I think um, one or two signings would nail top four for me. Um, yes. No signings make it a bit doubtful. Yeah, Alex visibly closed his eyes when you mentioned Le Celso, He's just like, it's more oh. the fact that you keep calling him Le Celso. That's his name. That's his name. That's his name. Tell us, tell us at the beginning that's your name. Don't do it two years down the road when you've been sat on your ass for two years doing fuck all. Tell me at the beginning. If you, Love told, that. If, you told, if you told me your name was Steve when we first met and then two years later said, oh, actually, you know, it's Gary. Fuck yeah. you. Not my Still problem, Steve. mate. He's so you know, true. That's valid. Alex, that's, that's very valid and I'm sorry. Do you know what? I'm, I'm going back to Celso. I'm going back to Le Celso. And he's fucking rubbish. If he well, plays well as Le Celso, if he plays badly, then it's Le Celso. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I that name. Indeed, indeed. Are you swigging a Magnum? That's bluff. How are they? What? So, so, so Magnums are, I don't want to be culturally insensitive, but I, as far as I understand yeah, them, yeah, there's yeah. some sort of fortified wine. Is it like Buckfast? Yeah. Is it a bit, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. a Sherry. Sherry's fortified wine as well. <laughs> I thought it was... I uh, learned it yesterday. I thought it was Beecham's. It's because you're just always there no, no, all the time. No. I thought you were just sucking on <laughs> What, what? Sipping sip on a lean like a little Wayne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, I, where, where, why it's suddenly really popular, Magnums? It's like on TikTok. They've always, it's all been, over they've always been around, but um, basically it's strong stuff and it gets you smashed a lot Buzzed. quicker. Yeah. And it, does it have cough mixture in it? It tastes like it, but it doesn't. It's, it's meant to be... Um, it's like a, I guess it's like an aphrodisiac, apparently, as well. Yeah, you, I can see, I can feel your erection from here. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still send, me, a, uh, send me the link. I'm, I'm still a one pump chump, so. <laughs> Alex, you do not need an aphrodisiac. I've never. There's never. Exactly, that's just walking sex. I've never yeah. never met a, a more sexually charged little man than <laughs> Alex. It's just being around about getting an erection. You know what I mean? When he's not around, the erection just goes just down. Feels so. like he wants to rut everything. It's like I'm I'm like the David Goggins of sexual intercourse. <laughs> you got to do audio tapes, mate. Or you got to do yeah. Like, they don't know tapes. me, son. <laughs> Who's gonna carry uh, the boats? Have you had any? Uh, have you had any sexual intercourse this week, Alex? Uh, no, not this week. Oh, that's it. That's no. Nor have I. No. Uh, no. I th- I think. What were, we, I th- what were we talking about? Were we talking about something else? Yeah. No. I I think that um, given our form. You know, we're, we've been exposed when we played Chelsea, right? And Chelsea are a very, very good team. We should have performed better over two legs than we did. But the fact is, they're a really good team, put together with a lot of money. If the form against teams that we should be beating or should be at least getting results or draws against continues, then I still think top four without any signings is a possibility it would just be much more likely and much more progressive if we didn't have to rely on this current squad to get there. And, and there's so... no doubt that we are weird. We are a weird club when it comes oh, to signings. Yeah. It's bizarre. Nothing works. Nothing works. And, and nothing... It's just so... I get the whole... Like, after the whole Rivaldo stuff and, you know, they, they said publicly, didn't they, Levy? Like, you know, we will not ever comment on... <laughs> Like transfers and stuff again after Rivaldo. Remember, Rivaldo wrote that letter just say, "Oh, thanks, thanks for the interest, but you can get fucked." Um, (laughs) Imagine if Twitter was around then; we would never live it down. I'll I'll tell you what it was. It was the equivalent of matching with someone really hot on Tinder, and you get all excited. You think, "Yeah, here it comes," Uh, and then like you send a message, you put your phone down, you go, "Right, 
going to come back up in a second. Open that. She's going to say hello. Hello, hot stuff. She's gone. Hot She's unmatched. She, she matched you by accident. She's That's blocked. what Ronaldo did. She ma- <laughs> yeah. He matched with us by accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spot on. But yeah, so we don't comment on stuff. So it's just a massive vacuum. And then we all listen and wait and the tiniest little rumours. And, and to be fair, every club, I hear, I see other fans talking about, God, no one ever takes, everyone takes ages. We always take ages to make a sign-in. It's always links for weeks, negotiations going on. But that's because we just know about shit now. The only teams that ever go and get shit done are Man City uh, and Leicester. They're the only ones that ever go and, and go and get shit done. Villa have made two really, really impressive signings, but not not two that we probably need. Although, no. still, as much as I sort of I can justify why Coutinho doesn't play for Spurs, it wouldn't be the end of the world just to see him there, would it? Just, I, I was disappointed. I'm, I'm. Look, Conte knows what he's doing. I, I was surprised that Coutinho for the type of money and stuff that we probably could have got away with with a lack of commitment that we would have needed to put forward towards him. Uh, I was I was very surprised and a, and a bit disappointed. Not like end of days, but yeah, a bit disappointed. I just I just don't get why we're jealous of Aston Villa and Everton. Ever, Everton signed two fullbacks. Who are they? I don't I didn't I don't know who they were. One was a what? replacement for Digne or Digne. Or What's his name? <laughs> what, what I'm saying is that. Um, all these players who have been angry about signing, we need to make a list of them. Someone, someone must have a, a spreadsheet of players who have missed out on who have actually done all right. I think if um, Bruno Fernandes is probably the biggest one who we missed out on. And the first season at United was really good. Last season, he wasn't so good. So far, the season has been average. At a club like Tottenham, where, as me and you said in the last pod, you have to hit the ground running when you, when you start for Spurs. Otherwise, fuck off. Mm. Would Bruno Fernandes have been allowed room to grow at Tottenham. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll never know. And um, so if we start, if, Le- if we missed out on the Celso and he joins um, United and the Celso smashes at United, that's the name, dip twice, dip, dip twice like there. So um, but if, if he joins United and he smashes, he say we missed out on the Celso. The Celso's at Spurs and he's doing shit mm. and we want him dead. So we can't <laughs> fucking win. If, can't we win sign, if we sign Luca Dina and um, Coutinho, is that a good window? I don't know. We've got two semi-competent f- left wing backs, and Coutinho would be in a crowded position, and he's twenty-nine. So I don't think he has a role in a in a in a front three if we're playing that, and or a front two. The only the only way that he seems to play the only way he is, he seems more effective if he's if he's a genuine number ten. Whereas we role. don't play with one. So I'd have been like the the Luca Dina thing. I was, I mean, yeah. I'd be. Why I would we sign him? I, mean, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't give a shit about it. I just it was just the the, the filler of being very proactive. But my um, point is, is that it, there's just so much nothingness going on, and it's what's the date today? Sixteenth. No one signed anyone, have they? That's it. It's difficult. Look, it's difficult and, and you get frustrated and, and the where it comes from the frustration, sometimes it's worse when we're saying like, you know, top four is actually on. You know, even if we don't sign someone that, you know, it's still a possibility. That's more frustrating than if we were like ninth, tenth and like, fucking hell, top four's already gone. We need to start thinking what we are again as a club. The point is, is that there is a, there is a chance to go and cement top four this year. The chance is there. 
whether and it's up to us to to do something about it. You know, mm-hmm. signing Conte is a big thing was a big thing towards that, and that shouldn't go un, unnoticed. That shouldn't go without comment. That signing Conte, Antonio Conte, is arguably the biggest signing this football club has ever made, and so that's that's a big that's a big deal. But you know, we've heard what he said and all the rest of it. He needs he wants what he he needs what he wants and wants what he needs, and so why not do it now? You know, I, you know, there's all sorts of tangibles which we know nothing about. I appreciate that, but I get the frustration. I just think people would be frustrated anyway. I mean. Um... If you're a club in ninth, tenth position, it's easier to get signings because you're going lower down the ladder with less competition. Now, Villa, where Villa are in the table, like where the table should be, in my opinion, right? Where's your competition? Everton, that's it. We're competing with Manchester clubs, Chelsea, Liverpool for players. We're not competing with um, with Villa, with West Ham. We're competing with the bigger clubs for players. So, um, that's a great point. So when... So when Villa and Everton signed these players, like, why didn't we go in for them? I mean, even people, apparently today, are having a go about us not signing Ericsson. Ericsson's joined Brentford. Has he actually joined? No, 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 he's not. Sorry, he's been... I think they've made him an offer, sorry. Um, And um, no better clubs have made him an offer. Why is that? I mean, look, Ericsson might join um, Brentford tomorrow and Tony comes alive and he scores 20 goals before the end of the season. That's fine, but Spurs have to sign players who are going to work and work Almost immediately, Ericsson's yeah. a bit of um, is a bit of a bit of a wild card. I mean, well, Adamo Traore is a wild card, but at least Adamo Traore knows the league. And well, if if, if Doherty goes back to Wolves, and Traore would cost us, you know, twelve million pounds. That's a no-brainer. It doesn't matter whether you rate him or not. So Doherty's gets... one million. <laughs> Very bad joke. Go on. I I would say that I would say that we would probably. How much just would we get back for Doherty from Wolves if if they were willing to take him? We couldn't get. We probably still owe him money for him. Yeah, I just right, say that. So, let's just call it quits. <laughs> it's just handshake. It's a great point what T makes though, because I, I said that I said that a lot under under Pochettino. You know, especially when we had the two non-existent windows as well. You know, we we are almost in a unique kind of position. You know, Arsenal are now in a in a relatively similar position, I think. But I think they're even you know probably a, a rung below us on the ladder now. But he said you, you're competing with players that that all of you know that, that Man City, Chelsea, United, Liverpool are all going to be on their radar. Where the strength of their interest will 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 differ between the clubs, I'm sure. But these aren't players where we're not going for players where they are like, well, no, they're just completely not for us. They will have looked at it and and gone. And then the tr- the tricky bit is is if there is another club involved, then away they go. We've seen it countless times. William, Pedro, you know, people like that that end up you know disappearing to Chelsea. So, um, and and I've said it all the time about having finding that second striker. That's always been the argument as well. It's a similar argument. It's in terms of who is going to be good enough, who is going to come and sit on the bench for the majority of time, who is good and actually good enough to 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 be able to deputise for um for Kane. And that is a very small pool. So like I said, I get the frustration. I also get the fact that we are almost unique in the market a little bit, I think, as as a club as to where we are, where we've been and where we're trying to get back to in terms of the type of players we can sign. But it's just very frustrating when you can be like, look, you know, it really is doesn't it's not going to take a huge amount to almost guarantee top four, in my view. 
Fair enough. Um, I've got a question from Matthew Smith. He says, I was fuming when the game was called off, as we all were, and we all hate Arsenal. But then bottling it is effect- is affecting my actual life for the first time. I was going to the game and had plans around it. Has has this made you despise them more? It has made it, it has me, and in a sick way, I kind of like it. I think we, we covered that. But there have been a couple more re- regarding the Arsenal game. Uh, New Year, same old Patrick. Uh, says favorite made up moment from yesterday's made up game. I think the the double footed challenge that Skip did on Bakri Saka was a highlight. Uh, basically, Saka picked the ball up. He's about to break Spurs a free one up at the time. Uh, Eighty minutes on the clock. Oliver Skip spotted the danger. Saka in miles of space, and everyone knows about how good Saka is on the ball, how well he travels with it, and how fast he is with the ball. I mean, it's made, one of his main attributes. He's good at finishing as well. They had a good chance. It was, they were, you know, it looked worrying because it, despite it being eighty minutes, it was we were three one up. If they get a goal, you know, same old Spurs, very nervy ending, and Oliver Skip out of nowhere just fucking launched himself at Saka. Not before. Uh, a 60-metre sprint to catch Saka before he went into the box. He double-footed him. He got sent off, but we uh, we we closed down the hatches in the last eight minutes of the game. Uh, Arsenal fuming. Fans are apoplectic. Um, the, the, after the game, Arteta saying that Skip is an animal. and um, But, you know, for us, it, you know, he, he showed the gamesmanship and willingness to put his body on the line and his time on the pitch on the line to ensure that Spurs got the three points. And that was my favourite bit. That's good content. I like that. Yep. See, I'll, I'll disagree with you. My favourite bit was uh, was Smith Rowe uh, doing both hamstrings at the same time and shitting himself on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> because, because didn't A double hamstring. Look, but, but didn't, he looked exactly like Paula Radcliffe. And then all those memes <laughs> that we kept seeing of them next week. Yeah. <laughs> Legs up in the air like a beetle. <laughs> yeah, he's just holding both thighs, and as he goes, ah, and then just a poo comes out, <laughs> and not like not like diarrhea or a big a big poo, just like a little rabbit poo. <laughs> just a pup 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 pup. But it was nice to see two young, talented English Arsenal players get really really hurt. That was good. Yep. Uh, we'll finish on this question, I think, because we've sort of more or less covered everything. But Matt Williams, he says, a lot of talk about Vahalovic, Vlahovic, I think is, uh, or any other top right striker to partner Kane in a 5-3-2, but where would that leave Son? Uh, Robert follows this up with, as a part of the squad rotation system, can't keep running these guys into the ground. Um, yeah, he's, an, he's another option. I think that's that's fair. I mean, it's not, we're not fluid. I mean, it is going to be a fluid system. It always will be. Um and having yeah. two proper forwards that will enable us to pay a five three two, it would be progress. And Son's inclusion will change depending on how system. How the you system also is. Have, you also have to look at it. I think if it's how old um, Vlahovic twenty two twenty one I think yeah. Look, if you're signing someone like that for the relative amount of money, it will it will cost depending on contract. What is contract situation? Well, I just I will tell we will tell you. Me and T know this because we talked about it. It'll be he wants three hundred grand a week and eighty million pounds to sign him. It's not insignificant. It's huge. It'd be the biggest. Well, this is my point even more so. Then, so what you're doing if you if you sign him and do that is this is a, this is the Kane and Sons replacement. You know, Kane's. You know, depending on what happens with Kane in the summer, and and Son is what twenty eight, twenty nine this year. 
Um, you know, if you're signing someone for that money who is that well thought of and is doing what he's doing, that's that's a long term thing. This isn't to come in to partner Kane. This is this is the this is the new king. But 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 in the short term, we'd need them to play together, though. Well, we get there, and if Son's got to drop out when he's having dips in form, which he does, then so be it. Like you say, it'll be fluid, and you know, it's an option you'd rather have than not have. I agree. If Spurs, if we, if Spurs are where you want them to be, then Son or Kane will have to sit out some games. Um, Flav, I've really got to ask you something. I've just remembered it now. I'm going to forget it if I don't say it now. Um, when that bloke picked Saka in Saturday Social, did you want to stand up and scream, you let your country down? <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, because I'm not actually a racist, despite what people think, <laughs> I uh, it didn't even cross my mind to. <laughs> it would have been um, funny though. You know, arms and arms akimbo. You let your country down. You let your country down. You let your country down. I mean, it probably wasn't the best place to do it, but no, of course not. No, no, no. I'm only joking. No, I mean, I, <laughs> no, I mean, no, I, obviously, but I'm only joking about the racist thing. I think you can you can hate Saka for missing that penalty without being a racist. I just, um, I don't really. It's, it's gone. It's passed me by now. But I don't think. I, I think what what my issue was this. And it, uh, T's talking about this combined Spurs Arsenal eleven, which I hate doing anyway. Cause it's just. <clears throat> It doesn't mean a great deal, but um, based on form, you you know the last five or six games, the entire question or the answer to the question changes. But if you're talking about quality and and Lucas Moura has done more in his career to warrant a place in that team ahead of Bakri Saka, that's fair. Like, like yeah. Saka hasn't scored a hat trick in 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 Amsterdam. Saka hasn't scored a goal that sent us through to the to the um, knockout phase in in Camp Nou. Saka hasn't scored goals away at Manchester City, Manchester Saka United. Saka has played as many Champions League minutes as Alex has. Exactly, Got Mike. But, but, exactly, but, but he's playing on an Arsenal team. Where, where's what's the highest his highest place finish for Arsenal? Seventh last season. Lovely. Yeah, so so all right, he's pretty good. He's good, right? He's he's one of Arsenal's best players. But he hasn't and done that's what all right. Luke... It's fine to hate people because they're good. I detest like take Arsenal out of it. There there isn't many young, good English ta- any talent really. But if they're not a Spurs, I'll, I'll take. If it's a club I don't really like, I I'll, I hope that young player gets injured and hurt. Quite yeah. quite seriously. I, I, yeah. mean, I just don't like them. Who's that? that what's uh, Lamptey? If he doesn't come, he's another one that can can disappear into the ether. Getting a bit well. fucking useless. <laughs> um, I think that'll do, there, lads. Um, you know, it's, you know, there's only one team that bottled the North London derby, and as Jack Wilshire said, it's not Tottenham. Um, just want to underline anyone who's listening to this: if any Arsenal fan ever gives you any jip in the future then you just have to remind them that they're utter bottle jobs. We might have bottled a Champions League final or bottled semi-finals, but we turned up. Like, we turned up to get beaten. We turned up to... (laughs) But what you didn't, you waved the the, the white flag and you said, no mass, no mass. Pathetic. This has been a fight I was going to say, they've had a very bad month because... um... They played Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup and they were all, all white um, against knife crime. 
And um, I respect the sentiment, but an all white no, t-shirt. Their, their nickname is the Gunners, so you know maybe they've got a loser name, Arsenal, and the Gunners. <laughs> Wrong football club. And, and you know, call call themselves um, pathetic instead. I mean, just to add to that, if we're going to that. Not only did they use a global pandemic as a reason for not facing Tottenham Hotspur, they also come from a munitions factory. The reason why they're called Gunners is because their football club was founded in a munitions factory in Woolwich. A munitions factory creates arms that went on to kill countless people. Arsenal are a football club out of fundamentally genocide. Yeah, war. War, death... Women screaming, kids wondering where their dad was, is is soldiers shitting themselves because they've been shot through the stomach because of Arsenal fucking football club. I might cut the last bit out. I'm not sure. All right, this has been the Fine Cop Podcast. <laughs> thank you, T. Thank you, Alex. Thanks. Peace. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Cock! A camel shut Social Podcast Network. Sports 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 Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.